A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, happy Saturday, everybody. Happy Saturday, Dan. Happy Saturday to you, Dan. How are you? I am well, and yourself? Yeah, I'm doing well. We did our Christmas decorating this last week. I put up some more lights at my house. Yeah, you're like you, you like the outdoor lights thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this past weekend, it was the laser star fields. Oh, so you, <laughs> wow. Which is also something that can be done from the ground, which, as you know, is a yeah, thing for me. You're not a big ladder person. <laughs> Do you charge admission to see your house? You should. Yeah, maybe. Velvet rope maybe stuff off. To, right. Yeah. Put a little bellhop cap on one of your kids and have them stand there and take quarters or whatever. Yeah. We didn't go that that fancy we just did you know the tree and all of that that's yeah, something yeah so anyway christmas stuff we're going to talk today on the show we've got a lot of stuff coming up we're going to be talking about the repco light home improvement show recommended christmas gifts for right. the year we do that every year and it's always fun but right now we're in the studio with jeff reitveld from out of the box games toys and puzzles in grand rapids in zealand right jeff absolutely good morning good morning thanks for being here now before we get to what we want to talk about, which are the games of the season, things that, you know, if you're looking for gifts, which is what this whole episode is about, if you're looking for gifts, Jeff's got some some ideas. But before we get to that, 2020's been a heck of a year, especially, well, for everybody, right? Across everybody. the board. Everybody's experienced the joys mm-hmm. of 2020, but small business, it's been a struggle for small businesses. And Jeff, I'm just curious... How are you guys doing? How's everything going, and how have you adapted? Yeah, I mean, we keep on having to adapt. Mm-hmm. Early on, we had to, we weren't even allowed to do curbside. We had to just do local delivery. That was exhausting. Yeah, uh, you were one of the first ones that I saw doing that. Yeah, we would just take phone calls, email messages, Facebook messages. I'd usually be getting in 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning ah, just to fun. work through everything, yeah. and then... After about 12 hours in the store, we would send three of us out to just do a whole bunch of local deliveries in Grand Rapids, Holland, Zealand, Grand Haven, Saugatuck, Fenville, Hamilton. Oh, wow. Everywhere. Well, especially early on, we needed every little bit we could get, so we were driving all over the place. Now, I saw that you guys have specific shopping hours if people need to shop alone or with a reduced crowd or something. How does that part work? Yeah. So from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., we will allow people to contact us ahead of time. And then we'll just have a private shopping experience for them. All right. So we do need a day or two notice just to make sure we plan that. And we only do one group at a time, but it's for those people that may need that extra time without the crowds that are a little more common this time of year, even with this year. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, my goodness. I know. All right. So lots lots of cool stuff. You know, everybody's adapted. That's been one of the, what do you say? Is that a, it's... Inspiring. It's it's a positive, right? It's making lemonade. Yeah, I guess we're <laughs> certainly trying. Yeah, so it's been interesting to see how that part has worked, and that's been cool. And I think there's a lot of cool um, uh, innovations that businesses have come up with right. that will stick, and they've happened very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So that part's been cool. Watching that, I, I would have preferred to have done it in. A less stressful atmosphere, but maybe it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, it, right. It I think wires you know, the stress. Yeah, to necessity produce. is the mother of invention. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, Jeff, uh, we want to talk about the games of the year, things that you know we want to recommend to our listeners if they're looking for gifts. 
And this is just always a fun episode anyway. You've been on the show, this is the third time, third time. where we've done this. And I guess I want to start this one with, you know, let's just first off make the case for board games, you know, the things that you've got in your store, because really everything is digital. The kids, my kids play tons of games just sitting on their phones, you know, iPads, things like that. Sure. What's the case for real board game type things? Just a lot more interaction between the people. Right now, very much the families. People have been stuck at home way more than normal, and they're just looking for something a little different. Even my kids that love their devices are still asking to play games at times. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've been so busy, we are looking forward to Christmas and post-Christmas when we can actually spend a little more time. But we're just having a lot of people come into the store just looking for something more to do. And so we're seeing a real resurgence in people wanting to play games. Right. And I I wondered about that. Do you see new people who are breaking into this? Not breaking into the store. Breaking into the (laughs) hobby? Uh, yeah, we're the resurgence of those games that we would kind of consider the intro games like Ticket to Ride, Settlers of Catan, games that have been out for 15 plus years. Uh, the amount of people coming in and said, I just heard about this game this week. What can you tell me about it? Uh, and we're selling more of those than, than ever um, th- than we have in the last 10 years. All right. Well, I guess let's just jump to that. What are some of the intro games if people are trying to get into this hobby or want to explore it? And how do some of them work, some of the main ones? So the main ones would be Ticket to Ride, Settlers of Catan, Carcassonne. Those would probably be the three top ones that are absolute bestsellers. Uh, In Carcassonne, you're laying down tiles in order to make up the little French city of Carcassonne, and you're just trying to do a better job of areas that you have control of Compared to other people. Right. And it's it's very interesting because it's always different. Always you know, the different. rules are the same, but the way the the board plays out, the the opportunities are different because the tiles are all in a bag or they're flipped upside, or upside down on the down. table and you randomly draw one. And then you have to play it. Play it. Like it's almost like a puzzle, but they're they're just squares, but you have certain rules for where you can drop them. You know, you've got to connect roads, you've got to keep things connected. And yeah, it's really fun. It's light hearted, I guess I would it say. It is. Only, it's only about 20 to 30 minutes to play. It's a great one um, to introduce new people because it's not a threatening game to get into. There at you all. go. I don't know. Well, it's not threatening in that regard. Well, but it's also not. <laughs> I don't think we've had any fights over that game. And normally. One of the few. Least, <laughs> and and then the fights are, are mild, but it depends on the personalities. And I've got five kids, so we've got all the personalities you can hope for. And so you get a mix. But that's always one that's really laid back. It's almost relaxing, definitely, yes. as a parent. Oh, to, that sounds good. Yeah, it's fun. It, How I many like players? That. It goes up to six. Minimum first, of two? Minimum of two. It's actually really good with two. You actually okay. get more tiles to play yourself, so it's even almost more relaxed in a way. Okay. Uh, so my wife and I um, used to play it all the time, the two of us, and we really enjoyed it. So I think actually out of the box, it, it only plays five players. There's an expansion that allows you to play six. Okay. So that's Carcassonne. One other one of uh, those. You mentioned- Yeah, Settlers of Catan. Okay, yeah. In a way, it was sort of the game that started it all for us. We discovered it back in 1997, um, called up a game store in Grand Rapids that's not around anymore and just said, you know, we want to play more than just hand and foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Because we were doing that every single night. What is hand and foot? Oh, it's just a card a game. disease? <laughs> that's hoof and mouth. <laughs> a lot of people played in the area. We loved it. I don't remember how to play it anymore. I haven't played it, uh, honestly, since about that time, just because- we called them up. We said, hey, what what 
other games are there? And they said, there's this brand new game that just came out. It's called Settlers of Catan. So we drove on out. We picked up a copy. And that's actually maybe even during the first time we sat down playing that, we said, man, we maybe need to open up a board game store someday. Oh, that's cool. Um, And in that game, you're kind of settling the mythical island of Catan. It's kind of a Viking-themed island. And uh, you're just putting out your settlements and gaining the resources based on the land that your settlements are nearby. And a big part of that game is trading with everybody else. So if I'm in a part of the island where I have a lot of brick, but I need wheat, and you have wheat, we're having to negotiate a little bit. And that 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 game is a three to four player game. It is playable with two. It's probably not considered amazing with two because of the way the trading right, works. Right. It does go up to six with an expansion. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. How long does that one play? I can't remember. Probably about an hour, hour and a quarter, 45 minutes. I mean, we're, we're pretty quick at it now, but we've played it 300 times. So. Yeah. No, that's. Have you ever played that, Dan? Have no. you even heard of that? You have. Yes, heard of I've that. heard of it. Yes. <laughs> yes, we've got a great story about that. We gave that away in our contest, which we'll, again, highlight at the end of this show. And. We, I had put all the games up, Jeff, to take pic, to take a picture of it, and I had not thought this all through. I didn't look at it, but Catan, C-A-T-A-N, right? So I put that game behind slightly another game for the picture, and you somebody, covered up the C. I covered C. up the C, and yes, we got <laughs> feedback asking what in the world kind of game is this Satan game that you're recommending. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea what they were talking about until I looked at the picture, and oh, with the C covered up, that was the only word they could figure out. So (laughs) that's a dear memory for me. Yes, right. That's a high point. (laughs) Yeah, I remember having to backtrack, and no, there's no Satan game that Red Polite is supporting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so a lot of entry-level games, if, if people are trying to get into this, for the first time, if they really want to explore, dip their toe into the world of board gaming. And you guys at the store will help them, right? I, oh, I've been in the store and I've listened to that, where people will come in, hey, this is my situation, what kind of games do you recommend? Oh, we love doing that. It's it's a pleasure of ours to be able to, especially when these people come back and say, this game is our new favorite, we've played it nonstop, we absolutely love hearing that. And we'll right. do our best to recommend Based on what we know you already like, how many people you have, ages, etc. Right. So there's games out there for everybody. You just have to find them, and the people at Jeff's store will help you do that. Now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the games that are flying off the shelf this year. That's all coming up next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back in the studio with Jeff Rietveld from Out of the Box Games, Toys, and Puzzles in Zealand and Grand Rapids. Two locations. The Grand Rapids location is in Kentwood, South Division, kind of near uh, where the old or the new. Uh, Home Depot, Walmart are on 54th. Okay. And then uh, the Zealand location right is downtown. right downtown Zealand. And you guys have crazy hours, I think. Well, crazy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Listen to them. <laughs> uh, 10 to 10, Monday to Friday, 10 to 8 on Saturday. And right now we're open 10 to 6 on Sundays just through Christmas. Right. Yeah. 10 to wow. 10. Crazy hours. It's nice hours, though. I like it. So right now, Jeff, let's get into, we just talked about in the previous segment, a bunch of Entry games, if you're trying to get into the hobby of gaming, 
you know, you talked about a number of games that you could you could start with. Now let's talk about some of the the big sellers this year. You know, what should people be looking for? Well, believe it or not, bestseller this year is the board game Pandemic. What a surprise. <laughs> I know. It's crazy though because the minute this whole COVID thing hit and we went into lockdown, shutdown, whatever you want to call it, that's the very first thing I bought. Now, I bought a different version of it because we already had the original, but I wanted to see if I could solve and, and destroy or eradicate this disease. And that's the whole way the game works, right? The game is a is an older one, right? Yeah, the game is probably 15 years old by now. You're, you're basically, as a team, you're all working together. Uh, which is part of what makes a game such a great game for families, uh, one of our family favorites. Uh, you're trying to stop any one of four diseases from basically wiping out mankind. Yeah. <laughs> it's light, though. Yeah, yeah, I it mean, sounds like it. <laughs> you all work together, and that's one of the things I like about it. Like Jeff said, everybody has different powers, different abilities they can do, and the way the diseases spread... It's very realistic, <laughs> you know. It's it's really fun, and it's it's a it is a little stressful. Now I don't know how good well, you Kenby, guys are. We're not very good. Oh, we we stink. Yeah, we usually lose. Yeah, it, there's it's really lucky that we're not in charge of anything. So when you say it, you lose, do you you lose to the game? Yes. Yes. So th- this is a this is a game in the category of cooperative games where everyone's on the same team, and most of them work similarly, where one person gets a turn and you do a bunch of things to help. You know, mm-hmm. you're the medic. You're going through and you're helping cure people, or you're the researcher trying to get more research points, etc. Um, you finish your turn, and then the game gets a turn, and that's when bad things start happening. Uh, okay. And then the next person gets to go, and then the game gets a turn again. But always, things go worse quicker than they get better, and you just need to do everything you can to try to solve it before before the end of the game. And there are a number of other games. Um, in that, I don't want to call it a series, although there are some in the series, Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Sky are all based off of that same, um, it was all designed by the same uh, game designer, but they're not pandemic related. And then there's others as well by other companies and other game designers. Right. It's fun. The cooperative thing is fun. Right. You know? and, and it's fun because there's a lot of conversation that happens. And it can be very funny. I mean, we've had oh, a lot of fun just laughing absolutely. and laughing, trying to come up with plans and our grand plans always stink. So this sounds like a four-person game. Yeah, actually, well, it's one to four. You can play it by yourself. Okay, I definitely know, especially this year, a lot of people that do that. Um, we actually did it on Thanksgiving. We did five of us. Um, we actually won that one. Wow. Um, we probably set it up wrong because we've never had such an easy time. We figure <laughs> um, it's not necessarily recommended with five because actually, as you add players above four, it actually gets a little harder, which is why we don't know why we won. All right. That was a good memory. So that's <laughs> Pandemic. couple other ones yet. So I think I've mentioned it previous years before. Azul, hugely popular. When we first had the, the shutdown, we put that on our website with free shipping, normal price of $40, which is a good price for a game nowadays. And I think in a week we sold 60 of them. Those were one of the things that we were delivering all over you know, local West Michigan. Which Azul? Because there's three different versions. Well, the or... original, which is the kind of the mosaic floor, is still the most popular. Popular. Stained glass, we definitely did. 
that happens to be my favorite in the series is the stained glass one. I just like the look of it. Yeah, you're uh, making the stained glass windows, windows. is yep. the idea, and all the little oh, tile I've seen pieces that are one. Yeah. clear. The color, yeah. but clear. They're, it's the, the components are beautiful. They in are any of them. So we we probably did within a week sixty azul, twenty azul stained glass, probably twenty azul summer pavilion. It's just another version of azul, slightly different look. Um, People like to play games that they find, you know, pretty attractive. Sure. Um, and well, even some, the tactile nature of them, the, yep. the pieces are oh, yeah. heavy. I mean, they they just got some. Uh, they're really well done. It's fun to play, and it's light. It is it's, again, it actually. It is considered. You know, it, there's this. There's an award that is given every year. It's uh, the German Game of the Year Award, and that was the award. They've been doing that since the '70s. Um, it's really been known since the '90s, and Settlers of Catan. Every Every game I've mentioned has received some variation of that award. Um, it means it's a great game to get into and learn, um, but it's also a game you're going to play 100 times and not feel like it's getting stale. Right. Okay. It doesn't get old at all. Okay. So, one more. So another one that I almost hesitate to say because by the time this airs, they may not be in yet. I have 48 copies of Trekking the National Parks on the way. Oh, okay. That may arrive by this morning, it may not arrive until Monday, Tuesday. Um, that's a game that's about two years old. Very, very popular. We do also have Trekking the World, which is their new version. Um, that one we do have in stock right now. So talk about the National Parks one a minute. Let's end on that. Yeah, so you're basically traveling the U.S. Uh, you have your little guy on the map, and you're playing cards to move him around. And as you visit parks, you collect little tokens. And at the end of the game, you get points for... Um, let's say certain parks, I'll give a yellow token. Um, other parks give a green token. At the end of the game, whoever has the most yellow gets a certain amount of points. Whoever has the most green gets a certain amount of points. Um, but then you're also, as you end in certain places, you get specific cards as well. And so you're you're just moving around, trying to do the best job of, of visiting the parks. As you stop in certain places, as you camp there, you get special little abilities that give you a little bonus coming up. So, so Do you actually learn something about the national parks in the process? I, I, yeah, I mean, the amount of people that buy it, um, we sell far more trekking the national parks than we sell trekking the world because the amount of people that just love the national parks uh, that just really want it. And so many people went camping this year right. and did trips this year. We did as our family. We went to all sorts of national parks. I, I, I think it just really, really appeals to people this year. We're selling, again, more of it this year than we did in previous years when it first came out. All right, trekking the national parks. Jeff, we've got a bunch of the games that we talked about yeah. that we are giving away in our yeah, contest. We'll right. explain more about that at the end. But Jeff, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, if they want to figure out where you guys are, how's the best way to figure all of that out? Well, you can reach us uh, by phone at 616-772-5544. Or if you hop on our website, you can see several ways to contact us. That is www.ootbgames.com. It stands for outofthebboxgames.com. And toys, puzzles, you got all kinds of stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. We have thousands. Thousands and thousands. Jeff Rietveld from Out of the Box Games. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Now, all right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we've got a bunch of presents that should be on everybody's list. And we're going to make those recommendations just ahead. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Dan, it's it's clearly the Christmas special. 
Yeah. That's what we're working on here. And we'll do other great Christmassy things. Shall we sing carols as we get closer, <laughs> you think? I think that would be a tragic mistake. <laughs> Maybe we should do a musical episode. <laughs> and I don't mean Sound of Music musical, where we talk and then have a song. Oh, well, Perhaps we sing the, the whole episode. thing is sung. <laughs> so I don't know if we can pull that off before Christmas. We could maybe have like a record low view- listenership. <laughs> well, we will the week after. <laughs> That's for sure. But anyway, this is our Christmas special. We're talking about presents, you know, things that you, that you can buy, gifts that you can give right. that are maybe a little bit outside the norms. Or a little at least bit of inspiration, let's ins- just say. Let's, let's do that because sometimes it's a struggle coming up with, yeah, with the, right, the right things to go. So we just got done talking with with Jeff from Out of the Box Games. Some about good ideas. A lot of great games. Now, we're going to talk about our gift recommendations. Okay. And this has always been a favorite of mine, because we do this every year. And Betsy always beats me. And you're going to beat oh, me. No, because, I'm not so sure. Well, that. okay. My ideas are always quite practical. That's just how it works in my brain. And Betsy could always think outside of the box. I my, never could. I, I have a real problem with this. I mean, this is one of my <laughs> major shortcomings. Well, I, that's why I wanted to be doing this show with you, because it clearly sets me ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's like starting a race and I get to start way ahead. Yep. yep. So anyway, what's your first recommendation? Okay. So some of the things I've had in my mind, and you too, because we've talked about it a little bit off air. Um, let's talk a little bit about things that we can buy locally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and also, as I was coming up with my list, there were some little themes that kind of showed up. And I don't know, that's you follow a little rabbit trail, you know. And you, I do that all the time. So some of my things might come off like that. Okay, okay. But I'm just going to start out with one. Yeah. Um, something that everyone that I know likes mm-hmm. and is a food gift is cheese. Oh, okay. Everybody likes cheese, don't they? Do you know anybody that doesn't like cheese? I don't. I mean, certain <laughs> kinds of cheese. There's, there's. Oh, sure, sure. What's the one that smells like old shoes? Like Limburger. Yes, or I don't no. think people just adore that one. <laughs> so, I'm, I, my recommendation is a good, nice aged Gouda cheese. All right. Where do you- Out of casa. So we can find that locally. Oh yeah. You, there's cheese shops, there's specialty food stores, there's you know all sorts of places where you can buy your your nice What does cheese. that price out as? Well, so that's p- part of the beauty of it. You know, you don't have to restrict yourself to one type or one size. You can get a large one, you can get several small things. How do I store it while I'm waiting? It's uh, at room temperature. I can it doesn't just need set it on the counter? Yeah. Like a wagon wheel sitting on the counter? Yeah, right. How do I Don't wrap be tempted it? to eat it. Because it's, it's round, right? Well, Wrapping's some is, be... yeah, like Gouda cheese is, right? Now, some people can wrap anything. Yeah, I mean, if that's if that is the problem that you're going to have, that's with, where I struggle. The holidays is wrapping a present. <laughs> if that's the excuse you're going to give, when I give something, it's like a monkey wrap, a blind monkey with three fingers missing on one hand. All right, so good a cheese or yeah, any yeah. kind of cheese. Right. All right, that's so, good. And so this is where we go down a little rabbit trail. Okay, I just still have going. another little thing here, All a little right. side to that. Is of course good cheese is Dutch. Another thing that we've done in our family, which we're Dutch or Dutch descent. Mm-hmm. 
um, is the chocolate letter. I don't know if you're aware oh, yes. of that. Or My kids get those all the time from their aunt. Right. So that's another great one. And it's that's a good, good chocolate. stuffer. Oh, yes. They're good. They're really good. Yes. And you can find that locally, too. Right. That's a great kid gift, a great stocking stuffer. The only problems that we've run into in the past is if you have someone whose name starts with an I versus someone whose name starts with a W. The, the, oh, the W <laughs> gets way more chocolate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe give two letters then. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So that's good. Yeah. So food related food and Dutch People related. all like chocolate. People all like cheese. Yeah. You don't right. have to be Dutch to get the chocolate letter. Right. Oh, that's right. Well, there's no limitations on that. No no societal or, <laughs> or cultural yeah. limitations. Right. Well, my gifts are not nearly as edible as that. The, the one thing, and I was just going to start with something little. Okay. But I'm going to I'm going to put two together like you did. A, a countertop. And this is it's where I'm extremely practical. A countertop knife sharpener. Yeah. All right. Okay. And a quality set of kitchen knives. Right. Okay. We just I have sat with the same knives for about 20 years. The same set of knives, and I never really thought about it. I didn't think that. It's just that's the knives. You go to the drawer, you get them out. Well, finally, about a month ago, two months ago, I bought it one of those block things yeah, with all the knives in it. Yeah, yeah, a number it. of different knives in it. Yeah, and it, we had an old sharpener that actually suction cups to the counter. So now I've moved that to one of my drawers. I cleaned out all the other old knives and got rid of them. And everybody, all of the kids, are so excited about food prep. <laughs> oh, because now they have a sharp knife? It is so much easier. Oh, I mean, yeah. I can't it's believe even. that. Yes, I figured because I bought the knives and I bought bandages. <laughs> the same day because I assumed knowing me that that was what was going to happen I have not cut myself at all and I that's what I came to that it's safer everything's faster easier I, I know it sounds really boring and it sounds like it's it's a complete there was an Andy Griffith show where Aunt B you know Aunt B yeah. they got her for her birthday mason jars oh right and she was really upset really sad right. and they ended up getting her something dumb but this feels like the mason jar gift but it will change how things work in the kitchen and that's really good yeah and so here's another thing like an overall theme um Something that you would not necessarily buy for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know that I've gone shopping before for knives, and some of them are really pricey. Yes. And you don't, it's not something you just, it's not an impulse buy, let's put it that way. And they are designed to last. Mm -hmm. If you have a sharpener, you buy a nice knife, a nice chef knife, can do. you can do a lot with it. You can cut a pizza with it, you can bone a chicken with it, you, can, you know, it's a very versatile tool, but it might not be something that you buy for yourself because of the price point. Right. So uh, we've enjoyed it as much as you can enjoy something like that. Yeah. You know, the kids don't run around with it, but they do. There's one that they reference as the murder knife, which oh. we don't recommend or condone. But it is funny because that's what it looks like, you know, in any movie or something. That's the one. And we've got a meat cleaver. I right. have not dared to even pull that one out because so, I'm not really sure the use on that. Right. The meat I don't want to be whacking stuff. I, I have a feeling that the murder knife is what I would call chef's knife. Oh, yeah. That, well, see, which we is like the to most usable. A little more colorful at our house. <laughs> <laughs> a little more violent, maybe. Yeah. When Caleb was four, my oldest, my wife had to bring one of the kids, I think Andrew, to the emergency room for something. Yeah. And also, he's gone. I'm in charge. We watched, it was right around Christmas time, we watched the Lord of the Rings that had just come out. And I've got, I got the extended 
disc set, so I had three or four hours worth of the movie. Caleb's four, and he sat down and sucked it all in. <laughs> oh, boy. And from that point on, yeah, we played with swords and shields <laughs> and all of that. All right, so what's next on your list of amazing recommendations? Oh, let's see. What's uh, next on my list? Next on my list would be uh, something that might be good for a younger person. All right. And it could maybe- Or a childlike be- adult? Could be. Okay. And actually, no, it isn't limited to just a, a young person. A Dutch person? Does that, it have to be Dutch? No, no, it doesn't have to be Dutch either. <laughs> All right. A hydro flask. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's basically I'm hung a up on the word bottle. flask. You don't like the word flask? No, I, I just, it is, uh, certain things are associated with flask, and I wouldn't recommend that for children. So, <laughs> Right. No, hydro flask is a water bottle. It's a stainless steel insulated water bottle. Oh, so that's how you say yeah. it? That's how fancy, cool people say it. I would have said, get well, them a water a brand bottle. Name. It's a brand name. Okay, Hydro Flask. Right. And so the thing about it is that it is the brand for tween girls in particular. All right. Like, and you know, so I'm working on old information that this might be six months ago that I knew that Hydro Flask was cool for. So maybe it's a, not a cool anymore. Girl. It might not be cool anymore, right? I might All be the tween girls. Really, you know, boomer yeah. <laughs> gift recommendation yeah, here. Thanks, boomer. But it's a good one. Um, I know that the tween girls I know really appreciate their hydro flask. All right. So it like different styles. Different, oh yeah. Different just colors, a... different sizes. You yeah. know, and you, of course you put stickers on the outside. That's oh, you the do. You, you do. customize yes, them. Yeah, All right. What do those range at price wise? Do you know? They're about 35, 40 bucks. Okay. So that, that's kind of cool. Mine eh, is just sticking with the kitchen theme. Boy, I feel kind of... <laughs> you're you're, you're well, losing steam that's, here. That's what I did this year. <laughs> These are things I bought. I bought, and it doesn't have to be exactly this, but I bought diamond-infused, which sounds really, really fun. Uh, yeah, we're on a good trail here. Bakeware. <laughs> diamond-infused <laughs> yeah. bakeware. Yeah, there's other kinds, but this is the it, Mine is blue. It's sparkly. Sparkly. <laughs> and <laughs> the big thing about it is it works so well. And I don't have to spray it with anything. That's the whole thing. Okay, it's, it's non-stick. Right. You know, it's not infused. that it's sparkly. That's not what really drew you in. No. Or maybe it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yes. But but here's the deal. I had just a weird conglomeration of bakeware. You know, pans and, and cookie sheets and Mismatched, all this stuff from old. 20 years of accumulation. Yeah. And I found this set with eight pieces. Really what I really need. This is it. I minimized everything. That's the thing I liked. Is it had such a huge impact in the kitchen. We used to open up the little drawer. And you're and searching around? No, no, no. It would all fall out on the floor, and then oh. we'd find it that way. <laughs> it would just You'd hear the avalanche sound, and then the... <laughs> and then, you, oh, there's the pan I want. None of that happens anymore, because we minimized, organized, and now when we use it, literally, the kids all... I, I get excited is the wrong word. But they're very happy, and they, they talk about how easy this... Look how this came out, Dad. Yeah, right. Look how easy it is to clean. It we don't have make a, it more fun, We don't sure. have a dishwasher, but I can't tell you how big a difference that was. And really, it was 70 bucks. So right. you can find it locally, look around, but just good bakeware. If you don't have it, it gives you two, two tracks to go. You could, you've got something that works better for, for an item that you use all the time. All right. Now it works better. It makes everything easier in the kitchen and also gives you the opportunity to minimize. The thing is, is, is this an Aunt B gift? Is it going to be like mason jars? That's what you've got to make the case for. It. That's what gift giving is, Dan. <laughs> you give something and then when they open it. And they have even, a look on their face. Well, sometimes before. You say, you may think you're going to hate this. 
but you're not. Or, you you got to sell it. You know, okay. that's your you job. You just to say the out. receipts in the box. Well, that's the third thing. If you know you couldn't sell it and you can right. tell by their face, then you say the receipts I in the, the box. I have the receipt. Yeah. <laughs> then the smiles come and the thank yous roll. Anyway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back on the other side, we're going to finish up our lists. Yeah. So sharpen your pencils. And then we're going to tell you more about how to enter our contest. So you can win all the games, the paint, all the things that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. And we're going to give you the reindeer name. Oh, right. That's going to give you a whole bunch of extra entries. Yeah, yeah. All of that's coming up in just a minute. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back, and we're going to finish up our Christmas recommendations. Our gift list. Yeah, and during the commercial, you said you barely scratched the surface and that I yapped a lot. (laughs) Run with it. What do you got? Okay. All right. So um, here's my next one. Sometimes I get hung up on worrying about a gift that's seasonally appropriate. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of stuff in the wintertime. I'm hung up. I'm stuck. And okay. So, so my next recommendation here is not really something that you're going to probably be able to use until the weather warms up. But it is something that checks the box of you probably wouldn't get this for yourself. Okay. It's called Bug Assault. and It, it sounds like a Christmas gift to be envied and cherished for for years to come. Is it a game? No, it's is it not a, a game. Aerosol can? It no, it is a um it is a weapon. Oh really? It is, is it the tennis racket thing? It is a shotgun that shoots <gasps> salt. salt. To I've kill seen these. flies with. Have yeah. you used them? Yeah. Are they fun? Oh my, Does yes. It, <laughs> okay, what about the mess? That's what I always no, wondered about. I mean, no, salt. it's salt. Whatever. It's well, a teeny little speck of salt. I mean, it doesn't shoot like a half a salt shaker Does it out. kill the flies? Okay, yes. tell, tell oh, people yeah. what it is first, because I've seen the commercial. It's I'm a, very excited. <laughs> right. It's a little shotgun. A little. It's not a toy. It's a real gun. I mean, they say, you know, for adults, and don't point it at your eye, and all that kind of stuff. What can you point at your eyes anyway, though? <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. Right, right. They have to say that. But, yeah. but anyway, um, from three feet away or so, you can shoot a fly <laughs> with this thing and it doesn't throw like a monster pile of salt out just a teeny few little grains of salt and it out. kills them dead yeah then right you gotta right scoop them up but well, they're not yeah. they're not like bullet ridden no it's not so like bleeding gory. out and stuff you know and it's certainly not any worse than a fly swatter is it fun yeah see dad used to shoot flies in our garage we had a farm next door so every spring we had oh, flies yeah. and he would get um suction cups suction cup guns you know the little the guns yeah yeah, the but we had the good ones back then with this really rigid plastic frame on the dart, you right? Know, shaft on the dart, and you just crank it into this big spring, big spring in the gun, and bang! That thing would fly across the room. He would shoot them off the windows, skimmed one off a car once. See, it'd be perfect. It's really this is a perfect to me. It's a perfect dad gift. It's a fun kind of a thing. Yeah. All right, that's very good. So now my little, I'm going to take another oh, yeah, yeah, little yeah. trail offside of that one. Another insect-related one mm-hmm. that I don't know if anybody's um, knows about this. It's called a thermocell. Thermocell is a device that repels mosquitoes. Okay. It works really good. I mean, you've probably seen ads about electronic devices and this and that. Um, this thing really does work. How big an area will it cover? Um, it's perfect for, say, like a tabletop and a picnic 
kind so of like setting. on a on a patio or yeah right it'll, you know it'll cover there's different sizes first of all there's like personal one and then there's a larger size but um it uses a little um uh, uh fuel thing and it and it uh generates heat which releases this chemical that drives mosquitoes away it works really good you don't notice it the smell or no, the no, 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 or anything right, like that. No, no, Huh. How much does that run? Do you know? Um, the bigger one is like $50. There's a small personal one that's more like $30. The small personal one, is that something that comes with a little strap? You can carry it where you uh, go? Honestly, I think it has a little necklace. You put it around your neck. <laughs> what are you I, laughing about? I love that idea. <laughs> what is that? Is that some family heirloom? It's keeping the bugs away back off. <laughs> right. right. It's like garlic for uh, yeah. you know, uh, for a vampire. Wow. Right? Okay. Well, yeah, back to my boring list. Uh, let's see here. One of the things that I talked about on the show that I a few weeks ago uh, that I thought was absolutely brilliant, I'd never used it before, a Japanese pole saw. Yeah. They're, I thought about putting that on my list. They are inexpensive. You know, you can right. get them. Now, I don't know if you can buy this one locally. I'm sure you can find some locally. You might right. have to have them ordered. But if you don't know what a pole saw is, go back a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so, and I've got a whole segment where we talk about them. But very briefly, we're very familiar with push saws. You know, it cuts on the push stroke. Right. All the saws that we use, typically, that's how they work. These Japanese pole saws cut, of course, on the pole. And the, the big difference is that the blades can be much narrower the tension is on the pole, so everything's. It doesn't bind. You have more control. More control. It's faster. Right. You can fly. So even if you only use a handsaw, rarely, periodically, you can get these for about thirty bucks. Right. And the blades are interchange, or not interchangeable, but replaceable when they get dull. And the one I'd recommend is a Ryoba, which is basically it's a crosscut blade on one side. Right. And then on the other side of the blade, it's a, a, a rip cut. Yeah, so coarser teeth on one side mm-hmm. of it and finer on the other. Yeah, and that, that again, that's like one of those things that you probably wouldn't buy for yourself, you know, but because you don't know how good it works until it's you get one. good, and I would buy that one for myself now that I know. Now that you know. How well they work. Right. Yeah, any, any woodworker, I mean, you will find so many uses for that. We'll have links to a lot of these things in the show notes so you can take a look at what we're talking about. Yeah. What do you got for your last one? Okay, my last one is the gift for, this is always the hardest for me, for the woman in my life, my wife. Um, What does every woman want? Some people would say jewelry. No. Some people would say flowers. No. No. Car? Shoes. Shoes. How do you buy shoes, though, for somebody else? So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, and I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, there you go. I'm going to blow it right now. (laughs) Yeah, right. So, I'll have to tell, and I haven't told her anything about that, that we're doing this episode. So, she probably won't listen. Um, I'm going to go to the thrift store and find the most ugly pair of shoes I can find. And I'm going to go to my friend who owns a local shoe store downtown, get a gift certificate. Oh, uh, there you him. go. And so I'm going to put the gift certificate <laughs> in one of the shoes, box them up real nice, and that's going to be my gift. I There's like no that. way I'm going to pick out a pair that, of shoes. That's what I was getting at. Right. Except that, for that, the really oh, bad pair. I've been pair. there. I've, not with shoes. I've been there with clothes, and mm-hmm. I'm never going there again. Size, style, all those problems. You know, I don't want to necessarily give a gift certificate, but in this well, the, case, the funny it's good. shoes to make it work, right? And um, then also the thing that's this is another thing about shoes is um, they're probably not going to go spend a bunch of money on a pair of shoes off the cuff. But if they've got a gift certificate, for well, what else can they do with it? So that's a nice yeah. way to get them or give the give the freedom to buy something. Yes, like that. right. Yeah, right. 
All right, I like that. We don't have time for anything else because we want to give out oh. that reindeer name for our contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's the name this time? Um, Donner. Donner or Donder. Oh, which if you Google it, there's a oh, that's there's right. a whole yes. controversy. It means thunder, yeah, in German, yeah. So whichever, if you go to repcolite.com, click the banner on the homepage for the ultimate game room giveaway. That'll take you to a form where you can enter a whole bunch of different ways to win it, win in our contest. Okay, and you can read everything that yep. you could pot- potentially win. It's almost a thousand dollars worth of stuff when it's all said and done. And you'll find the little entry option for December five, and you just need to type in Donder or Donner. Right. And hit enter, and that's five free entries. That's awesome. That's awesome. Check it out. That's all the time we've got. Damn. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. All the Repco Light and Port City paint stores are open again yes. this Saturday. That's awesome. Until 3 o'clock. So get out there, talk about paint, talk about the contest. Have a great day. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Dan Altina. Thanks for listening.